Good morning, both. Good morning. Um, and this is episode three of series two, and we have another special guest in today, which is um, son of Joe, Sam. Welcome. Um, I'll let you do a little bit of an intro to to yourself, actually, probably probably easier. But yeah, just just Sam, just tell us a little bit about your what you're doing, age, etc. So I'm 16 years old, and I'm cut just finished my GCSEs and about to go into sick form. Um, I'm a very politically charged person and, and looking to make an impression on this podcast. Great. So. We like that, politically charged. I wonder where you get that from. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh no, your mother's choking to death. Not, not a good start. Yeah. Hey, so, sorry. Oh. So Joe's overcome with emotion or something with that with that oh. utterance um so it's joe sam and me and today we are going to focus very much because of sam's presence we're going to focus on issues facing teenagers and particularly teenage boys um so let's get into it sam i've got a few few sort of questions for you let's so i think um i think we should say that that, that sam is uh to get the context right Sam's at, at, at boarding school so um, there's obviously slight, slightly different controls in place about about what we're going to talk about but one of the topics I really wanted to get into was um, drugs alcohol how prevalent is it how much of a problem is it what's going on at your school so recently at my certain boarding school there has been a large crackdown on drugs and alcohol and stuff and um, in particular, quite a few of my friends have been caught up in, in that world of drugs and mainly to obtain a cooler image. And obviously, I think, that's, I think that, that image is why people, I think it's the main reason why people at boarding school do these things, take drugs, smoke um, and drink alcohol. It's to like, be seen, it's for people to look up to, particularly... Yeah. Um, uh, particularly to impress other people yeah and I think it's that image which is the is such a bad it's such a problem because I have I've mates who are really really clever but and they before before my, I'm going to the school before being placed in this environment um they they were onto great things and and it's that attention seeking um which is allowed which has allowed drugs to come into their lives and obviously and it's backfired on them massively because they've been kicked from the school. Have they? Yeah. Wow. So so what is what is the policy? Is it is it like one strike and you're out or Yeah, there's it well it it depends like I think with smoking and drinking, I think that's less that's seen less as drugs mm-hmm. like rightly so. Um, especially if they're illegal drugs. But I think you, I think it's one strike and you're out when you're dealing with like you're dealing with hard drugs one I say hard as in harder than alcohol yeah, and cigarettes yeah. and stuff but um, yeah because I think it's such a, drugs it's so, it makes the place such a toxic environment for people to you know like and it was a full it was a bit of an underground operation which um, was going on I mean there was a bit of dealing and um, between ex- with um, external dealers and across the school and I think when you say external dealers, do you mean I mean local people lo- coming in local from drug dealers, pe- people who don't who, go to school who see drug dealing as their profession, and, and lo- found people at your school who were willing to found that 
I mean, I know they're sort of preyed no, on anyway. Cause they haven't. No, no, it's not in the way like these d- external dealers have employed people at my school. It's a way that, um, it's a way like these sort of connections. I mean, they're still buying it from them. Um, it's they're not being given out and they're returning that they're not being like drug mills. So, so, so you don't you don't have a, a, a um, one of the no, pupils no, being not. the distributor. It's di- no. direct from dealer. I mean, there was one pupil, there was one student who was a very good friend of mine who um, bought a lot of stuff from um, some people and he just distributed it around um, to his drug mules, but... <laughs> Very entrepreneurial, but, but probably not a great idea if you get caught. No, I mean, he was a really smart kid as well. Like, yeah. He was, like, was going to do brilliantly in his GCSEs and quite frankly, I think his, the, the, his, um, his uh, lust for attention yeah, has you know let him down in that. Department. So what's he gone? He's he's been kicked out. He's been kicked out. Yeah. No. Did he not sit his GCSEs? He did, but he had to do it under um, intense supervision. Wow. Did he? Yeah. God. Shame, and then you know that's just uh, it, obviously it's a it is a it's a big yeah it, crime in inverted commas is a very serious thing. So I'm, I'm yeah. not belittling it at all, but it's so sad that at a stage of your life where people do make mistakes that such a fundamental error mm-hmm. has, has got potentially such a huge knock-on effect. Yeah. So what, what's the drug of choice for uh, for your peer group? Well, I think it's, I mean, alcohol obviously is like a big part of that because it's like, yeah, I mean, it's one of the hardest to detect. Like, yeah. you can't get away with smoking a cigarette like that easily because it absolutely stinks. So you can't mm-hmm. know how. You can't smoke weed and stuff like that. Yeah. But um, I think vaping that that's like that's the biggest thing at um at my boarding school. Yeah. Like loads and loads of people do it. Yeah. But I'm not gonna drop the name. Just no, no. Be little no, its reputation. But, <laughs> um, Get a few more expelled. <laughs> yeah. But um, but yeah, I think because vaping is it's so easy to conceal. I mean, it's very it's o- it's almost odorless because this yeah. vapor it's like it's less toxic. Well. I don't know, and it's like really easy to consider, like easy yeah. to hide. You know, it's not it's not a pack of cigarettes and a lighter. It's sure. Just, it's it's a you know it's just one machine, and then you might have bottles of e liquid yeah. which dots around the place. But I think loads of people have been exposed to that just because of how hard it is for teachers to catch people, and because the punishment, quite frankly, for vaping isn't isn't harsh enough in my opinion. Because it's not, it's not catastrophic. No, right? I mean it's just uh, yeah, it's an equivalent of a detention. Okay. So and, and, and what about the on the hard drugs um yeah. where they do get in, what what is the what 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 is typically being taken? Well, it's all like it's sort of modernised, like you can thank ke- like chemistry for that. Okay. I mean with um for example with weed, um like the the strainer, like the God, the strain of um in the weed, uh, it's called the THC strain, I think. And that's responsible for making you, you know, how feel like the way you do, you know, feel high. And like scientists have found a way to like take that and um, you know, put in e liquid for vapes. Yeah. So now you've got you've got things like, and that was a big part of why people. Okay. Yeah. Um. So what happened was um. So yeah, they can have like all the effects, but you know, limit the risk. 
Okay, so, so, that's, so you, that's you can one. actually vape something that is pretty interesting. And Which is if, going, yeah. if you get, you but if you get caught, you you'll they'll probably assume it's just regular vaping, and therefore you'll get your detention. Yeah. So do you think it's is it now that there seems to be a bit of a crackdown? Is it is it stabilizing going down this sort of drug uh, use? Well, I think yeah. I mean, people are always because obviously with vaping and smoking, that is addiction and alcohol is yeah. like addictive. So people, and especially coming off the back of the summer holiday, that gives people the time to get, you know, this, get into these things. And I think it's going to, whilst there's a crackdown and harsher punishments for things, I think it's still, I mean, it's going to be around. It's yeah. around everywhere. I mean, sure. it's not just, um, but, but yeah, I think people will think twice now. Because well, headmaster is going to introduce regular drug testing. Well, it's a, yeah, when he says random drug testing, I think... Regular random, though. Yeah, but he's for people who are under suspicion. Okay. So, I think... Because otherwise it would be a really big exercise yeah, to, yeah, to ra- regularly random. It would be expensive, yeah. yeah. But of course, I mean, you know, this is just at your age when you're under a controlled environment. But, but as you say, the... Um, the use of drugs and attraction of drugs will always be available at any stage as you go through your life and career. Yeah. So it's kind of a, you know, you, you can you can put a lid on it at, at a certain age, but um, I'm just interested in the sort of, you know, the prevalence of it. I, I, it's, it's like people are obviously very, very good at hiding it. Like I know that there are people in my workplace who are in their 20s who must be doing it because yeah. the stats are such that mm-hmm. they're doing it maybe recreationally not addicted as such but but it, you know it's, it's there everywhere it's it's becoming cheaper and cheaper as well so you know it's no longer a sort of millionaire lifestyle to to, to take coke and stuff mm-hmm. so 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 this is just this purely pure curiosity what what would be the preferred alcoholic choice if you had a any more would you know not mm. just you but your peer group what would well okay so the thing is you don't want it to I so beer would be rare it would be yeah. very rare because like you need a lot of it because it, with alcohol it's all about just getting pissed so like, you want like a vodka or you yeah want you get something pretty strong and yeah. like so it's, you have less of it but yeah. like <laughs> I feel bad for de- telling all of this in front of you uh, and it's like oh, it's okay. yeah but it makes I mean that's that's why I mean my, my daughters who are obviously a bit older than you that Whenever they were doing pre's or going into clubs or whatever, it was always a it was always a clear it was always a clear yeah, liquid. strong liquid. It, usually vodka was the one of choice. So yeah, yeah and it doesn't surprise me at all. It's a it highly efficient method of mm. getting pissed quite quickly. Mm. Mm. Good. Um, so good, 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 excellent. Good to know that that's still <laughs> the case. Well, it's great because when you get into wine, like beer, it's just like yeah, no, it's good. Um, invest in vodka. Um, so I think then let's go on to sort of um, another thing, and I'm really interested in this because I think I've got probably a better feeling of it, how it how it is in the girl world. But internet, social media pressures, sort of obsession with again that sort of whole fitting in thing, and looking at your phone and likes and Instagram, whatever, all of that stuff. How 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 is that? in your world well yeah I think what people my age need to realise like very few people actually realise is that lots the majority of what you see on social media is fake and like everybody you know places puts themselves in like puts themselves in a certain light which people can you know like feel jealous about oh wow 
he's gone to a concert or something. Yeah. Or he's, you know, getting pissed with his mates, you know. Yeah. And they're like rarely that like rarely that actually like to, if you if you match the account to the person, like very very um often like you you wouldn't like expect it from there. Yeah. And I think it's what people want you to see. Okay. And I think so but going back to your point about being feeling pressure, I think wow, somebody's put something out which is very edgy. I need to go and put something out, which is yeah. I think it's like, yeah, it's that addiction to like be seen. It's, it's, it's just the popularity game being yeah. played on yeah. a different platform. Yeah. And is it, is it, is it too much of people sort of obsessing about it and getting distracted from, you know, more, frankly, more important things in life by, yeah. by constantly worrying about whether, where they are in their peer group? Yeah, I think so. I, I think that's a good point with that because, um, yeah, because obviously, um, the stereotype for a te- modern day teenager is to stay on your phone, and I think, yeah. um, and I think so. In a way, like what you were saying is, you know, is true because, um, there, I mean, everybody has something more important to do. Like, I mean, obviously, this year I've had GCSEs to do, but people are still obsessing about them, um, about how they are seen. So I think. Yeah, I think loads of people would rather spend their time on social media, or maybe not rather, but are you know pulled into social media rather than revising, for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting, uh, but but peer to peer relationships. Um. Uh, this I'm trying to just what I'm trying to get to here is people still like to hang out with each other. They still like to articulate and speak to each other. Or is it is is there too much stuff going on where you're basically texting your mate rather than actually going and talking to them? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, just does do people are people isolated? I suppose by it, or are, are is there still friendships in a what we would call a traditional way yeah. of actually physically chatting to people? Well, I think yeah, I think it, that it differs because it, if you're with a short distance, you know, relationship yeah. with a mate. I mean that's it. you just you're like they're close in there, um, and you just want to you know, uh, you, you they know what you're like because they see you on a day to day basis. Yes. So you're not really trying to prove anything. So, but I think with a long distance mate who you haven't seen for ages and ages, yeah, I think you're quite you hesitate before you go and see them because if you have the backing of the social media image that you have, yeah. you want people to kind of believe that. Yeah. So you I, you wouldn't really incorporate with that with a mate, which yeah. you see on a day-to-day basis because they can see right through it. But yeah. like, this mate you, who hasn't seen me for a long time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think you would rather text before, you know, mm. seeing. Yeah. Mm, interesting. If you know what I mean. Yeah, I, 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 I totally get that. Yeah, absolutely. That's, it's if you're in a boarding school environment, clearly you can't, mm-hmm. you can't hide and you don't want to hide because they'll see through the bullshit. You know, if you're yeah. saying, I'm you know, a really cool guy that's doing this, that and the other, then it's clearly is always in the case. So yeah, that's interesting. And um, you're an old boys school? No, mixed. mixed. Okay, and how does that, how does that work then from, <laughs> as you've got older and you're becoming more interested in the opposite sex? Or maybe not, maybe the same sex, but let's assume or whichever sex. <laughs> but you're 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 now sort of you you you're there. Both 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 girls and boys are at an age where traditionally they're starting to get going out with each other. Does that how does that work in a in a um, co-ed boarding school? Well, I think I mean to dis, to dis, declare disclose it. I mean, 
Yeah, no, I think it's just, no, it's, I think it's the same as it's always been. You know, you're allowed to go. Are you allowed to you're go allowed, out with people? Yeah, you're as allowed long to as you're go allowed. out. I mean, you're yeah. not allowed to, you know, cross their line. Yeah, you're not allowed no. to go into the girls' dorms. No, no, no. You're not Unless it's have a sleep. They do have official nights. Not do nights. They? Not <laughs> nights. Not not that kind of night. Wow. But they have. You have dinner parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, but but they, it's yeah. all controlled. It's all like it's like. But they don't know these kids. Are, sure. I mean, it's like it's like. It always was. The kids you've got, find a you've way. You got of, huge grounds. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it's part of growing up, isn't it? And I yeah, think, absolutely. And I think the school probably. Well, I don't know. I mean, it seems to me they they handle things like that quite well, really, isn't it? Yeah, well, I there's mean, been I think was there, has there been one pregnant? I don't know. Ages ago, there was a pregnancy, wasn't there? Yeah. I think, but I mean, that was. Yeah. But but is it is it is it generally healthy in that that no, people are not getting hurt, upset? Um, bullied even or, or, or is it do you feel that it's a relatively healthy relationship between the, the, the sexes well no, I think it's good because like I went to an all boys school before and just like all boys like some boys just act like total dickheads yeah know? like reckon they're like you know it and everything but yeah. I think girls having girls in that environment I mean it kind of takes takes boys out of that yeah. you know like dickhead image yeah. and it like you know they're trying to prove something to other people rather yeah. than you know just make a total tit of themselves yeah yeah no I think that's that, that's right and you're 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 growing up with girls as friends as well as um, potential partners yeah. Yeah. so you're seeing them as you know people actually rather than just something that you want to go out with yeah, and yeah, of shag which is like something that well, there's there's a lot of chat about it, and we about uh, the image of, of of boys and girls and hostility and whether whether boys of your age have a different view of of um, girls relative to how we were and whether the respect is the same and all of that stuff. It's very difficult for you because you probably don't know. Well, I suppose you can look at your parents and their wonderful loving relationship and all that, and and sort of think does. Is there more toxicity between how boys sort of talk about girls or is there genuine degree of respect? No, I think there is a genuine... Because, like, I mean, boys... I mean, yeah, as you said, like, we treat girls as friends as well as mates. Like, instead of, you know, just, yeah, as you say, somebody they can shag, really. Yeah. And I think, like, that's one of the best things about going in a mixed environment. It's because if you're with, like, these men... I mean, like, when you go out... I mean, like, if you go out with your mates, like, it's usually, like, like everybody gets on, you know. It's it's rarely, like, ever, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but... Um, I guess you'll get called out. It'll be a bit, a bit like a sort of a younger version of Love Island. That if, you, yeah. if, if somebody has mistreated one of their mates, as in, well, a, a girl, then somebody's going to, like, pff, confront you and yeah, say, exactly. what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Good. We like that. Yeah. No, that's, that's, that's really refreshing because there's a lot there's a lot of negative press yeah. about you know the unhealthy relationships and how boys view girls and how girls are suppressed and all this stuff in it and you know it's nice to know that it isn't everywhere I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure it is there a lot but it doesn't it's not universal it's like no. your generation of boys does not have to be written off as a bunch of absolute no. reprobates that no. okay well um uh, so my next question to you is, um, given all of the crap that's going on in this world, and I'd like to just to, to sort of like to 
ask you two parts really. One, the, the crap that we talk about far too much, um, the world of, of the Brexit and the, uh, the sheer uncertainty and everything else. How did your, you and your generation feel about the future of Britain? Well, I think that's, I mean, it's quite difficult because a lot of young people, including myself, would say they could do better, you know, in charge because we're, we're, we're more liberal. Um, but then when we get to it, I mean, we find out, I think we, we don't appreciate how much of a hard job it is, um, how much of a difficult job it is for people um, who, you know, run the country. I think, but I mean, I'm in the, I'm a bit of a hypocritical, um, lib, um, lib, liberal um, teenager because, I mean, I've been at private school for most of my life. I'm fairly, well, very middle class. And yeah, I still, you know, swing, you know, centrally, not like towards the right. But I think, I mean, I, it's because I believe that a certain, like, you know, a certain party would bring, like, a certain political party would have a better effect on the country. But I think mean, I'm scared, yeah, after Brexit, I'm I'm terrified about what's going to happen. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, it's that, it's that feeling of uncertainty. Yeah. You know, and I, I just, and I still, to this day, I don't understand why we, we would, you know, ditch ditch a certain future for mm. this period of, you know, lim- it's a limbo period, you know, what's going to happen? Yeah. Are we going to go one way or the other? And I think that, I think that's going to, ultimately, that's going to have a negative effect on us. And but, I mean, we've kind of learned to, you know, that's, we've learned that that's going to happen. But when it's our time, we will, you know, yeah. try and do it better. Yeah. Yeah, well, we're, we're all, <laughs> no one knows what the hell's going on and we just debate it and debate it and it's like the conundrum of, you just never, never know. And anyway, we're at least into a, what is it, two, two and a half um, month period where something has to happen, whether it's good, bad, ugly, whatever, by 31st of October. So mm. I think most people are so fatigued with the whole thing. Because yeah. if it's going to be bad, let's get the bad started and then, then, then at least the bad can eventually move to good if it is five years, ten years, yeah. whatever your view of life is, but at least it's going to happen just get on with it um so that's britain but the bigger picture and um again hugely well documented changing climate lack of resources the basically mankind completely screwing up the entire planet earth Uh, wow is this something that worries your age group well i mean yeah it worries like loads of the uh, worries loads of people my age but the one thing teenagers my age need to understand is that they they're complaining a lot about the climate. They can like they're following people like Greta Thunberg, who um, quite frankly I don't fully agree with. I'm not fully convinced about her yet. But how are we going to solve this problem? We barely like we rarely like okay fine cut out CO two emissions by lots. But how are we going to do that? We're going to sacrifice jobs, saying the car like the working class people working in car production and stuff like that. Are we going to you know sacrifice you know give them the chop but allow you know the greater pit world to. I think that's the greater world to enjoy the environment, and I think that's really, really unfair, because we get so we're going so the pe- same people, the same sorts of people who are fighting for equality, are the same sort of people who want the climate change. You know that you know very liberal people. But, yeah. Um, but then they're not being equal because they're cutting out certain industries which employ a certain people, and you know throwing them under um throwing them under the boat, um then they're immediately 
you know, placing one one type of people at a greater importance than a greater, yeah, a greater level than the other people who are thrown under the bus. I wonder how many people who, because I mean, Sam, so it's a bit of a thing that we've yeah. had debates about Greta Thunberg, etc. How many people would have foregone the nice jolly holiday abroad with their parents? Exactly. Yeah. You know, and that that's the hypocrisy that we're all and you know and it it to me that i mean what will ha- i'm sure what some bright spark someone will have to come up with some some form of rationing i mean if it's if it's that serious yeah then we're going to have to force people you have to choose between your car or the holiday yeah. you can't have both yeah. and things like that and i think yeah. what what strikes me is those typical teenage chat and oh, you know there's a movement and they get behind it but actually thinking about it I mean, it, all, it seems to me all your friends have been off doing this, that, and the exactly. other on holiday. I mean, they all, I mean, they're all, their parents drive typical middle-class fancy cars that guzzle, mm-hmm. goodness knows, and they're up and down mm-hmm. and all over the place. They all go to work in them, you know, come back from work in them. It, it's, so th- there's this, all this hypocrisy, isn't it? And mm-hmm. I think it's very hard to find... The, where is the level playing field? Where do we decide? Well, you're not special. Yeah. And that's I, that's we we've had yeah, those kind of chats. And yeah. we, no one is more special than anyone else. I I wonder if we will ultimately go to this the carbon offsetting thing, which dear old um, Harry and Meghan are, are you know justifying their jetting is that if you put a sufficiently high tax on air travel, for example, and you you charge something extra fifty quid, which goes into um, green initiatives, creation of green energy, planting trees, whatever, then actually that's one way of doing, because we need massive investment in you know, wind farms and green energy and conversion of all that good stuff. Um, and, um, but I agree, I mean, it, it's very easy to be hypocritical and we're, we're probably all guilty of that, in that. We're all worried, but are we prepared to make the sacrifices fast enough but and then also this is just a very I mean I would imagine this is just again the media aiming at a very middle class to upper class well not even the upper class because obviously they don't care because they still take private jets so you know and all I mean I just think that if you're just trying to scrape by making a living like Sam said you've had this job your family's been in a car factory for yeah years and years and you just want to put food on the table for your family you don't have yeah. enough money to fly off to Goa or wherever it's it is completely wrong mm, yeah but it, it, it's just that is about as undemocratic yeah. I think as you can get and that's you, 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 I think that's interesting the point though about your flights I mean you question mark that unless it's if it's non-essential flights you know, you, you, you probably should be super taxed for taking more than one holiday flight a year. I mean, you take one holiday flight and that's fine and that's a sort of everyone who can afford it can go relatively cheaply now to somewhere. But taking 10 flights a year, non-business related, I don't yeah. know, I mean... But yeah. that should be everybody. I mean, I agree. everybody, not just... You know, I'm talking across the board, film yeah. stars, movie stars, sure. all the people who spout this stuff at us yeah. all the time, who quite frankly, that 
you know, the media supports them. They publish all this stuff and actually they should just say, no, you're the same as everyone else. Just yeah. money cannot buy you everything. It cannot... But what is shown is money cannot buy you the world because there's a lot of money in the world and the world is failing yeah. in terms of climate, isn't it? Yeah. So so if you want if you want to continue to spout this stuff, take that lump of money, sell that jet or scrap it and give the money to a cause yeah. in 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 the third world, developing third world, where they can make things more environmentally friendly because because I think that's the other thing, isn't it? We, we talk about our world, but actually, if you're in a third world country and you're beginning to develop and you're beginning to get the lifestyle that we had 100 odd years ago, why should they be stopped? Yeah, I, why? I, I, I agree. It's a, real, it's a real problem because even if, if woke Westerners um, are moving much more towards vegetarianism and recycling, that sort of thing, which we are, but as you say, there's a whole stretch of the world that hasn't had our nice cosy lifestyle for years and why shouldn't they and they will they and will there's no argument yeah. there's not an argument no. in the world that can be put to say why they can't do it i mean yeah. this climate thing it's yin and yang i think i think you just that's that's to me where all these stu- stupid idiotic private jets I and mean, that is just i think that is i think that's totally completely been it's absolutely right that they should have to answer questions. Sure. And, and, but also the people supplying them with that ability yeah. should be thinking, well, actually, in India, there's this little guy who is trying to get a little, I don't know, melon, whatever they do, but business going. Yeah. And he's burning up all this fuel. Why don't we support him? Yeah. We'll buy him something to make him more environmentally friendly, make him yeah. understand. Not only that, but educate him as to yeah. why we're doing it. Not just give him the money, because yeah. that's no good either. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I just, I, I don't know. But we, we talk about this stuff a lot, don't we, Sam? And we're, you know, I think... But, but going back to the sort of... Sorry, No, 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 it's great, because it, le- it sort of leads on to the sort of... Um, is there hope? Is there? Is not total despair. You're not giving across the demeanour of someone who's who's like really depressed and writing off the world as sort of well, you know, it's just a pile of shit and it's going to be over within twenty years. Is there still optimism? Well, I think, I mean, that it, again, that's quite you know, that's quite difficult to answer because whenever you feel like you're making progress in terms of you know people planting loads of trees, especially like, like credit to social media, there are loads of social media oriented, oriented like firms like planting trees and stuff like that and giving water. But then you look at something like, for example, you know, the Amazon rainforest going up in flames. Yeah. Like, um, I mean, so like everything, you know, it's like it is a vicious cycle. Yeah, it is, it is. So, so really, it's what that sort of leads me on really to the subject of teenage depression and a lot of it was sort of covered anyway but but you know one of the things that and I, I have sort of just checked out with the stats on this that it's still thankfully relatively small numbers of teenage suicides but but male suicides in in um, teenagers are roughly double female yeah really? um yeah um yes. i mean it's nowhere near the the highest age group for men is 45, yeah, 59. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. Um, and it seems relatively stable, uh, and, and maybe, again, it's the, the, the media sort of play it up, but um, 
Do you think that it is a significant problem, a growing problem, generally depression in your age group? I was thinking about the, the suicides that have happened, the very, very sad cases. Do you think, do people, do you th- or do you think they use that as a, how does that impact on it? So say you're, say you're stressed and, mm-hmm. about, and you're on that line where you're just stressed about exams or whatever it is. Yeah. And then that person then takes the social media. Do you think that if they do that, there are, whole, there are people on social media who say, oh, well, then you must be depressed. Do you think it encourages it or do you think... Mm, well, I don't think social media encu- encourages people as such, but I think it's the general... I think it's general society, you know, placing so much, you know, the media placing so much importance on mental health issues. People feel, you know, people feel encouraged to come out, as you say, as yeah. as saying them men- they've got mental health issues, whereas where they don't. And I think, in a harsh but true way, I think people have got to be sort of harsher about it, if you know what I mean, like they've got to treat it very seriously as such but and they need to stop belittling the situation by going on about it if it's not yeah but i mean in a way it's good that people there's less stigma yeah stigma related i mean there's no there's no doubt in my mind that it's it's a much more common thing at university level when you actually look at the stats of number of suicides Mm -hmm. and just from from my experience knowing my daughters and friends of friends and and who genuinely have fair, gone to very very dark places in in that and i i, I think in a way yeah that it gets it gets well the, the expectations though is an interesting thing is something that's come come from a, a few um other friends of friends is that there's almost like this overwhelming thing of the expectation of society mm-hmm. perceived or otherwise as you know i've got to get a normal job I, I, i've got to sort of get my university degree and I've got to do that otherwise I'll be disappointing people and then I've got to get a, you know a proper job in inverted commas rather than do what I want to do okay. and and I think I think uh, that's a new phenomenon to me I think in maybe in our day it was like yeah going to do a boring job for 25 30 years was like mm-hmm. expected but kind of people did it there wasn't this constant sort of well, actually, I want to travel the world. I want to do a PhD. I want to do this, yeah. that, and the other, and then I want to go and do charity work for a year. I, I think there's a personally, I think there's a far bigger drive, and I'm not saying it's wrong at all. I think in in the younger generations to think actually there's more to this world than just earning a really nice salary and having mm-hmm. a really nice house and all that crap. Well, lovely though that is, but. I sense there is yeah. a sort of a feeling of a bigger picture here yeah. of There's a switch change. why shouldn't yeah. I, you know, live modestly, do charity work? Why shouldn't I make a career out of basically doing charity work? Is that, is that, do, do you have any sense of that at all? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you in the fact that there are some people, but like personally, I mean, I put, so, I put quite a weight on my shoulders, like especially with my exams, you know, like trying to, as you say, you know, for that, that um, because I want to have, and I think that's for you want my, to have what I want to have what my parents have had, you know, yeah. like do what my parents have done, yeah. you know, get like very very good jobs, provide for a family, and I think because I've lived quite comfort comfortably in my life, yeah, I think it's that you know that need to, you know, put your next of kin, 
yeah in that same situation I and there's absolutely i mean don't get me wrong I think it's absolutely yeah. brilliant i think yeah. i think and i think but i think it's actually also fine and i think yeah. most parents with any responsibility would probably agree with this is i don't care if my daughters want to be one um you know a nurse or 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 just do something that's you know an artist in a shack or do charitable work for the rest of their life if that's what makes them happy it's absolutely mm. fine yeah. and as long as they can provide for themselves I think as absolutely. long as they're not reliant on yeah and mm-hmm. they don't seek to rely on the state or sure or or feel like they're entitled yeah to that way of life yeah, they yeah. can't provide for it I think I think that for me is the key isn't it because we can't have there's got to be someone in society making sure that there's a well general welfare mm. for everyone. I otherwise society will fall apart, I think. It, yeah. it it will well our society I think will. But I mean but as for help help owning houses and things like that, I suspect that over the next few years that will become increasingly difficult. There'll be less of that and people mm. yeah. and it won't it doesn't matter as much. I mean I mean, mo- more, most societies don't... We're just... We're quite unusual in this country about the whole... In America, aren't we, about house owning? I mean, that, yeah. it's not a phenomenon on the continent. I mean, yeah. it's not a necessity it, to own... It, it is a particularly British thing yeah. that we... You know, in the great... An American you know, great Thatcher, Thatcher days, yeah. like... That, the great home owning democracy, that was your... You know, you wanted to, you aspired to it. My God, yeah. when I was 21, I was like... Pfft, I'm desperate to market, desperate yeah. to get into it, and um, yeah. yeah, but you're 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 right, but yeah, no, I, I went to quite a, an interesting talk um, at a festival recently about um, about exactly this sort of thing, and they were saying that you know society has to basically change from a basic uh, a selfish society where it's like all about me me me, getting as much wealth in to being more altruistic and. Being more, you know, not judging people on the amount of money they've got, where they live, what they wear, and actually saying, why, you know, we should celebrate people who do um, theoretically, or not theoretically, um, traditionally would be viewed as less important jobs. But you know, a nurse is 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 and a cleaner or whatever should be valued as much in society as yeah. I don't mean just in the pay, but in terms of. People should not, um, you know, if, if, if they should equally aspire to do things that are traditionally more viewed as more menial tasks, but because that's not your worth as a human being, it's actually what you put back yeah. and as a way to you're a decent person. But that, but that's you know that hopefully most people will not judge. I mean, yeah. hopefully we and we're bringing up our children not to judge people. Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I think. Because I think that is shameful. To, but is. I do think that, that that's a very interesting, compared to the one we were talking about earlier with social media and that whole keeping up with the Joneses thing, it's a, it, you've got these two lines running, haven't you? It's, it's going to be a... Because, it's, because I think that is like keep, that social media thing is like keeping up with the Joneses. like the woman next door buys a new hat and you think, oh, I, oh, yeah. I don't like You know, it's that place. In the olden days, and my grandmother would say... Oh, you know, she bought a coat from Jaeger, mm. not Memmanes. You know, that's the kind of thing she yeah. come out with. Because she was a bit of a, because she was kind of. Yeah, and you know, it was New Britain, and it, and that's sure, but. And you're right. I think it's really important. We, but we, yet we, she would never judge someone because they were clean. She would she would treat them like yeah. she treated 
anyone. They would come into her house, she would make them a coffee, she'd have a chat. And so, actually, I know deep down, she was that person. She yeah. was a good person, and she... That yeah, was, the other bit was just puff, was piff. There was yeah. deep... Her heart, as we used to say, was in the right place. That's that's what I think it was about. And yeah. I think, I think, you know, the... the, the the, the sort of that woke thing that was coming across and I found it really actually really interesting and really inspiring this talk yeah from from somebody that's working in a charitable sector for uh, um, he does a children's charity abroad anyway that, that's detail but it was it was very much about you you know it's about what you give to society it's not that is your value as a human being not the clothes you wear yeah. and the size oh, of your yeah. house yeah and it's nothing wrong with aspiring to have a nice house and 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 go on holidays. That's fine, subject yeah. to your carbon offsetting. But yes, <laughs> but that isn't. We got to. We need to, as a global society, instead yeah, of big ask, change our view set about 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 how we treat each other and the world. Otherwise, we're just going to piss it all up the wall. But I mean, I think charities. You see, I would. You know, some charities, I, I, I mean, reading one about, I think, one of the big English ones that look after the stately homes, you know, the head of the charity there is on six figures or something, yeah. and she's saying, well, we couldn't do it without our volunteers, but but it's the very thing that you're allowing people, people are giving up their time. Yeah. And I, to me, part charities need to check. I mean, I think it should be, you know, there should be benefits for being a volunteer. If you want to make society more equal and value those people, you yeah. say to them, right, if you work for nothing, we'll give your partner yeah. a tax yes. benefit or something like that. Because because to me, charities can be the worst. Yes. Having worked, I and mean, we used to do lots of legal work for charities, and, you know, they can be very... I'm not sure they're... You know, so, I mean, obviously we're talking about the structures of certain of the big ones, and I do completely accept that you know, the work they do is phenomenal and I would never, never, never downplay that. But I do think if if charities are run as companies, which more or less a lot of them are, then you have to look at who is really, why not respect those people who are actually doing the dogs, the, the real doggedy work, yeah. uh, you know, volunteering day in, day out. Mm. And they should be, those people should be rewarded as mm. well, I think. I, 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 I think volunteering some, yeah. is the biggest con in this this country. One of the biggest cons we've got in this country, volunteering, because it's easy. Yeah. And it's easy to play at per some people's heartstrings. You know, some people with conscience and. Yeah. And yet, I'm not sure that's completely respected by the upper echelons. Maybe I don't know. Mm. Anyway, but there's a whole lot of stuff, isn't there's there? There's a whole lot of stuff. But how do you get to it? I mean, that's what I hope the next generation well, can there you get go. to. And there you go, Sam. That's your challenge. When you, when the remainder of your summer holiday, if you can come up with a solution of how we, you know, <laughs> encourage volunteering, but yet in a meaningful and rewarding way, not yeah. necessarily purely numerical. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, because there's a lot of people I think who, who do want to give back to society, and I do think there is a, in, an encouraging sea change in certain people. The people at this festival, like in their audience, were all of a many mainly of a similar age to to me, and there was a, there was a real buzz in it in the room. You could feel it. it was like, what are you going to do to actually just sort of just get away from the mindset of me, me, me? And yeah, so it's encouraging. Anyhow, so um, I think we have um, quizzed 
Sam pretty intensively. It's been really interesting um, and really encouraging, actually. Um, we've had a very another good session in which we, we well, certainly I've come out thinking that, that there is there is hope and a really good feeling in the teenage uh, world. And, you know, let's be optimistic. And, you know, with the brains that we've got here, sort out the world problems you know let's let's crack on so thank you very much sam for your time thank you for having enjoy the rest of your um holiday and good luck with your a levels